Hi everyone, I'm Jocelyn and I am grateful you're here. You're listening to the Starting with Gratitude podcast. This is a safe space intended to host meaningful conversations exploring all topics of the human experience. Every conversation starts with gratitude and remains rooted in gratitude. After you listen, make sure to join the community by subscribing and sharing. I am so happy you have joined us. Hello, my beautiful podcast community. It's your girl, your host, Jocelyn. And as I was reflecting on what it is that I want to share with you all in regards to what I feel grateful for, honestly, so much came up. And I guess that's what happens when you regularly practice gratitude. You realize there's literally always something to be grateful for and gratitude just becomes much easier to access. But as I allowed myself to reflect a bit more and just hold that space for myself to really think about what I want to share with you on this episode, I came to the calling that I really want to touch on this. I am so grateful for all the ways I am breaking generational cycles, specifically the destructive patterns that I have gained conscious awareness have existed in my lineage for many, many generations. And I want to touch on five of the different ways that I am breaking these destructive patterns. I am breaking these traumatic cycles that I know really just need to end with me. So let's get into it, y'all. And this is a great episode for those who want to understand what breaking generational cycles of trauma looks like. I have kind of refrained from using breaking generational curses because curses just seems like a very harsh and intense word that I don't feel should be used lightly. So I'm not really referring to these as curses. I really just feel that, you know, because I have the conscious awareness, I have the resources, I have the energy to invest in my healing. And I have the willingness to really open myself up to all that that healing comes with, then it's my responsibility to take action on making sure that these patterns, these traumas, these cycles don't continue after me. So one of the ways I'm just so grateful to be breaking these generational cycles is by allowing myself to feel. And I feel like this may be the biggest one because it's just the core foundation to so much of my healing. And I am such an advocate for feeling to heal. 
allowing yourself to feel with the intention to heal because truly all you there's only so much healing you can do without feeling and I feel like that's why so many people avoid the healing in the first place because all of the feeling that you need to do and I'm just so grateful that I allow myself to really feel into my emotions and on top of that have the awareness that it is so important that as you allow yourself to feel, you aren't absorbing or embodying that full emotion in a way that overpowers you, right? Because if we enmesh ourselves too deeply into the emotions we need to feel in order to heal, then we can find ourselves in exhaustion. We can find ourselves in depression, in intense anxiety. And there is a way to experience your emotions without allowing them to completely define you in that moment or in that season of your healing. So I'm just so grateful, y'all. So, so grateful that I allow myself to feel and that I accept my emotions and that I allow them to teach me. And I still see this generational pattern, habit, really, really be present in my family whenever I ask them personal questions, because I'm just that kind of gal. I've always been that gal since I was little where I'm just asking really deep life questions. And my dad was always open to these really deep questions, which is one thing that I just always admired about him. But I can just see the discomfort that it brings to my family, especially the older generations who don't have the resources or awareness that so many of us younger generations have now when it comes to what it looks like to process your emotions and the importance of allowing yourself to feel. So yeah, y'all, this one had to come first for me. The second way that I am breaking these generational cycles is by expressing my truths and allowing myself to feel and accepting the way that I feel is one way that I am expressing my truth. And to be just very vulnerable with y'all. And I know that some of you can probably relate to this within your own family dynamics, but there's honestly just so many hidden truths that have been shoved under the rug in my family for so many generations. And as I get older and as I become more curious about my family history and learning about my ancestors and just kind of coming into my own truth and my own power in this way, I've been discovering and uncovering all of these truths that are just so shocking to me that have just gone unnoticed, that have gone like, you know, turn the blind eye to. And it's just so unhealthy to be avoiding our truths. And I'm so grateful that I express my truths unapologetically and 
a lot of this has come from a lot of balancing my throat chakra, honestly, because coming from a family who does turn a blind eye to a lot of uncomfortable truths, I grew up also feeling like it was wrong to express my truth. Like it was wrong to touch on certain topics with my family. And now that I've gotten older, I'm realizing again through all of this healing that I'm allowing myself to do, all this feeling that I'm allowing myself to do, just how important it is to express my truth and how it's not wrong to do so. You know, I do note how my truth makes others uncomfortable, but I prioritize expressing my truth over making others comfortable. If my truth makes you uncomfortable, honestly, that is something that you personally need to turn inward for. Perhaps there's a truth that you need to confront within yourself. And I just take so much pride in my truths, being honest of where I'm at in my life how I am feeling in this season of my life and what my desires are and what it is that I deserve, what it is that I'm worthy of. So I hope that this serves as some encouragement for you all, really this whole episode to allow yourself to feel, to express your truths unapologetically and stand tall in them and to leeway into the third way that I am breaking these generational cycles and patterns that are destructive is by affirming my boundaries. And again, I feel like this is one way that you are expressing your truth is by expressing your boundaries. And this is something that I'm still getting better at. This is something that I'm still really coming to understand specifically when it comes to energetic boundaries, because last year in 2020, in the summer, I had an experience that was really, really eye-opening when it comes to how important it is to have energetic boundaries. I feel like so many of us are so unaware of how energy impacts us. And we can't see energy, so it's not as obvious as, you know, a person in front of us or around us who is impacting us. But honestly, this is just a whole other conversation on energetic boundaries. But overall, the boundaries in general, I am so grateful that I am affirming my boundaries and really making them known to others. You know, there's so much shame that so many of us grew up around and were programmed to believe that having boundaries or expressing your boundaries was kind of a selfish thing to do. But what really shifted my perspective on boundaries and just how important boundaries are to maintain healthy relationships and to to maintain our self-preservation and and really prioritize our well-being is the perspective that when you express your boundaries to someone you actually 
are expressing that you really want to preserve that relationship. You want that relationship to be healthy. You want it to survive. You want it to have longevity. And you care about that relationship so much that you're going to express the boundaries you need in order to maintain that healthy relationship with that person or even with yourself. You are expressing your needs in order to maintain good health and well-being. So that said, you know, I really appreciate when my friends, when my family, when the people I love, when the people I work with, when just people in general express their boundaries to me, because that tells me that they not only care about themselves and I love when people care about themselves and their well-being, but they also care about me. And in turn, I'm going to reciprocate that care by respecting those boundaries because I too want to invest in a healthy healthy relationship with them. I too care about the overall well-being and longevity of that relationship. If these specific boundaries need to take place in order to manifest that good health and well-being in order to manifest and maintain the longevity, then I'm so down to respect your boundaries. So I really appreciate that perspective shift because I totally understand the shame that can come around expressing a boundary and feeling like you're being selfish in doing so or like you're being too needy. But it's so important that we all acknowledge that we all have different needs and those needs are also going to be evolving and changing and shifting in different seasons of our lives. And therefore, our boundaries are also going to evolve. It's just so important that we not only respect ourselves with our boundaries, but respect others with their boundaries too. So all of that said, y'all, I'm just so grateful that I'm affirming my boundaries and that I've gained this perspective. And speaking of boundaries, one other way I'm just so grateful that I am breaking these destructive patterns, these generational cycles is by prioritizing healthy relationships. I'm so grateful to be prioritizing healthy relationships. Now, it's not to say that your girl hasn't made mistakes recently on <laughs> investing a bit too much time and energy into relationships that were unhealthy, but we all know that this healing journey, this awakening journey is ongoing and doesn't necessarily happen in a linear way, but I'm just overall so grateful that I really truly am prioritizing healthy relationships, especially after I make a mistake of investing a bit too much of my valuable and precious time and energy into relationships that weren't worthy of my energy and my investment and my love and my care. And I've just seen this so much specifically in the women in my family who have felt like they've needed to settle in unhealthy relationships because ultimately they were putting others first before them. So I guess I'm also just really grateful that I'm putting myself first but to stay on the topic of 
just healthy relationships. Something that has really kept me going and kept me motivated to make sure that I am only surrounded by healthy relationships, only investing in healthy relationships in my life is honestly the thought of my future family and my future kids. Because I really, really aspire to just be a true and real example of prioritizing good health in all areas of my life. And relationships are a huge chunk of this human experience that we're all experiencing. Relationships impact us so much more than we know in literally every aspect of our lives. And it's so important, y'all, that we prioritize healthy relationships and that we're willing to let go of unhealthy relationships and that we learn our lessons from the unhealthy relationships that we do experience in our lives because they're going to happen. It's natural, you know, especially if you are an empathetic human, especially if you are a very friendly genuinely loving person, but we all deserve healthy relationships. So all that to say, y'all, I am just so grateful that I'm prioritizing healthy relationships and that I genuinely believe that I can live a life that is only surrounded by healthy relationships. Another way I am breaking generational trauma and cycles and patterns is by confronting my codependency. I am so grateful that I have and I am confronting my codependency and I'm really taking the time and energy to invest in learning more about what exactly codependency is and why I developed, where it shows up in my life, observing when I have the tendency to become codependent in my relationships, specifically in my romantic partnerships. Today, I actually came across this post that is so good and I just have to share it with you as we're on this topic of codependency. The quote is by Haley Page, this codependency recovery coach that I follow on Instagram. Totally recommend following her if you're interested in learning more about codependency. But it says, codependency isn't about your relationship with others. It's about your relationship with you, with yourself. Though codependency generally manifests through overgiving, caretaking, or people-pleasing, at its core, it stems from a disconnected relationship with the self. I've known for many years that I have codependent tendencies, but I never really took action on confronting it in myself until last year after a breakup where I don't feel like in the relationship, the codependency was present, but it was in the process of the separation where the codependency really showed up. My codependency, I noticed, really shows up when I notice that a relationship is coming to an end and I don't want it to, right? Like my ego is like, no, no, like let's stay in this relationship. I don't want you to go anywhere. And 
I'm going to do everything I can to maintain this relationship. Like that is one way that my codependency shows up. And I just want to put it out there that I no longer resonate with that. If a relationship is falling apart and the effort is not being reciprocated, then I'm going to let it go. I'm not going to come in as a savior. I'm not going to come in and try to be the hero and be the only one really maintaining the relationship. I don't resonate with that anymore. That is not me. I am healing that. But, you know, just to be very vulnerable and transparent and honest with you all, like that is one way that codependency has really shown up in my life. As we touched on, you know, prioritizing healthy relationships, codependency really plays a huge role in not allowing healthy relationships to flourish. So I knew and I have known that I needed to confront my codependency if I really, really wanted to maintain healthy relationships. I'm just so grateful that I've confronted that within myself, even though feelings of guilt and shame can come up through that kind of healing where you take note and confront and awaken to the ways that you've played a role in your own suffering, quote unquote, in your own toxicity and these generational patterns that are destructive that, you know, we're talking about breaking in the first place. But that's all part of the healing journey, right? And that's why it's just so important to journey this healing with grace and compassion because we're really having to unlearn so much of what we grew up around and having to reparent ourselves, having to reprogram ourselves, having to teach ourselves what good health really looks like, what healing really looks like and just how important it is, what relationships, what kind of relationships we deserve to have in our lives and and the emotions and the just the overall life that we deserve to live. So y'all, I can expand on this so much, but I really just wanted to briefly come on here and express all the ways that I'm just, well, not all the ways, these are only five ways, but five ways that I'm just so grateful that I've been dedicating time and energy to, to really make sure that I really am breaking these generational cycles these destructive patterns that I've noted have been just passed on from generation to generation to generation, many generations. Though it's not always easy, I know that this work is so worth it. And I'm so excited for my future partner in life, my future kids, grandkids, to benefit from the healing that I'm doing today and this healing that I'm talking to you about. So I hope that you all have gained just some clarity on what exactly it looks like to break these kinds of generational patterns, because I know that's a term that's just, you know, thrown around a lot and really the process of breaking those patterns and cycles is going to look 
different for everyone. Not everyone has codependency. Not everyone has issues with setting boundaries. Not everyone has issues or problems with bluntly expressing their truths. So it looks different for everyone. Healing looks different on all of us. And so does the processing of it, the experience of it. But I hope that in me sharing what it looks like for me brings you some clarity. And perhaps some of you may really relate to some of these ways. Perhaps you're also doing some of these things to break the generational cycles and patterns in your own life, in your own lineage. And I just want to say You know, I'm so proud of all of you who are really committing to the self-work, the self-healing. I really, really am so, so proud of you. And even if you feel like you're not committing to it as much as you feel you need to, like if you're investing any conscious, aware energy into your healing at all, be so proud of yourself because it's not easy And it's so important and you really are playing a role in uplifting the vibration of this world that we live in. Like your healing really does make a difference, not only in your own life, not only in your own lineage, but in this whole human family that we share. So thank you. Thank you, all of you who are healing in your own ways, in your own pace, in your own seasons, when you can. I am, again, so proud of you, and I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I hope that it brings you to expressing gratitude in all the ways that you are investing in your healing, in all the ways that you are contributing to creating healthier patterns and cycles in your own life for your own lineage and your own family. So congratulations to you all, but yeah, I'll see you in our next episode, y'all. Peace and blessings and salute to our healing.